we're live guys hello guys hi welcome uh, welcome you all back to our podcast it's been a while yeah uh, the world cup was crazy and i'm sure we're all either happy about it or recovering from it uh, for some of us but whatever the results are i think we're back to uh, well la liga and real madrid so next game is versus uh, real valladolid i think and uh, what are your thoughts guys how how do we see this panning out it's been a it's it's been a tough week for i mean just a tough world cup for madrid fans right um, no as such madrid representation in the finals and what are your thoughts about all that farooq you can take this uh... i'm still gathering my thoughts actually <laughs> <laughs> um for me uh, i feel like yeah it's been a long world cup uh, some of our players have actually had uh, forays in deep into the con- uh, competition and even the others mm-hmm. they've almost played every other match uh, people like vinicius uh, modric uh, it's chaumeni i mean chaumeni looked uh, absolutely gassed in the final towards the end so these are all worrying signs for me and uh, good news is that uh, the core of the midfield uh, Modric, uh, Chomini, they are not starting. Uh, Ancelotti has not called them back yet. However, we should uh, see most of the Brazilian regiment back and starting. Uh, those are my initial thoughts. Um, yeah, I'm just hoping there are no injuries and then we make it through healthy for this one. Right. <clears throat> I think those are very Five. valid points. Very, very valid points, Jacob. So, yeah. you're right actually you could see and especially you know with how croatia plays and you know how much it takes out of luka modric who is you know as we've seen a very very key member even at age 37 for real madrid actually so yeah i think uh now we but i mean for me the most you know the thing i'm actually most uh, excited about is you know the return of to full fitness of karim benzema you know because as we've seen like the previous time he was rushed back you know he again got a bit of an injury which would you know of the world cup and what is and what is not so you know him training you know with the boys and getting back to full fitness i think it's it's really something that uh, excites a lot and also you know uh, it's unfortunate for fredo i know and his nation but you know that early exit for them actually is a blessing in disguise so you know it also gives him a lot of chance to sit back and you know recuperate and <clears throat> what is and what is not so yeah i'm looking for you know to 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 watch him because for some reason like although the world cup was really good and exciting honestly like i don't you know get the feel of you know uh, that you get while watching club football and the excitement that you know it brings away because i really like you know i went out of my way to watch the you know premier league this week honestly like i'm even sometimes literally dying of sleep or i just you know wait to watch it because i mean there's nothing else to watch so i just want to you know get myself back in that mood so yeah i'm really excited you know to see what real uh, brings back on 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 friday hopefully we get back to the you know we we get because i if i'm not wrong you know before the break we were a bit patchy right in our form was a bit patchy so i hope you know we start to hit the stride and obviously where team always picks you know towards the spring so yeah i hope the turn of the year brings 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 good tidings as well okay right so okay um coming to why the lead i mean i think the only attack they have as such is sergio leon and I mean he's been in a good form actually this season i i think he's been pretty decent for them five goals and an assist in i think what uh, 11 or 12 starts if i'm not wrong yeah 13 starts and uh, i feel like he he'll be the he'll be the main man attacking us and i think 
uh, hopefully our defense would be able to manage that but but what are your thoughts have any of you seen him play i have i don't think I've, i think i've seen him only one that celta game that's it but other than that i have not seen him play this season not mm. uh, i did catch a lot of their highlights uh, yesterday so mm-hmm. i guess i can answer that uh, that guy is like a really quick on his feet he is a good finisher he doesn't usually waste a lot of chances uh but uh i would say he is not the primary uh, uh attack creator uh, he is just the finisher for that team uh, so if you look at uh, mm-hmm. their main player uh, right now uh, on the right gonzalo plata uh, if i'm pronouncing okay. that right yeah he likes to cut in and then you know wreck havoc on defenses so i would say their main plan of offense for tomorrow night would be just basically get the ball out to him uh, hope to hit us in transition and then wait for a cutback but uh plata himself cannot score that's the uh, thing that valladolid uh, fans are really frustrated for the season because he if you remember like early vinicius uh, that's pretty much what plata is uh, he just uh, wastes a lot of chances uh, he doesn't make the right decisions on the ball but he is a really good ball carrier uh, so yeah i'm looking forward right. to see that match up right but uh, as i can see he's young also i think he's only 22 right now so maybe in future he'll he'll maybe polish up some skills but uh, yeah that'll be a good uh, good watch i guess and uh, as mentioned before the starting of podcast this team has three moroccan players uh, i mean i think i just like to give a shout out to them even though i was supporting portugal it was very uh, <laughs> uh, it was not nice to see that game but uh, but really like much respect for that team for what they did in this world cup yeah definitely definitely i'm going to ask you jacob so like uh, you were talking about you saw some highlights of valladolid uh, so like are they like a aerial ball team or like is there an aerial threat for them or like do they like to you know uh, build up the play through the central areas or like how would you would how will you you know like hmm. i would say uh, most of the goals that i've seen them score from open play it's all been like a ball over the top or towards the wings and then they just uh, hit hit the opponents on the counter and try to go for a pull back or something like that uh, i don't mm. uh, but i did see a lot of headers being scored from set pieces so they are pretty dangerous on corners on free kicks and then they are good players who are who are really good on the head uh, but as far as open play goes i feel like the game plan for them is just to hit people on the counter well Okay, so you know, actually, I'm just curious about that because you know about the aerial issue we have. You know, like we always tend to you know snooze off when it comes to aerial balls and what is and what is not. So you know, I was just wondering if there are a team who you know uh, goes for the long ball and balls, you know, crosses and what is and what is not. So yeah, but I mean, you're right. Obviously, I mean, when Valladolid is playing Real Madrid, I guess most likely the the the, the you know the target will be have counterattacks you know win and as, as much fouls as you can advance you know try to throw something in the box and hope you know someone can hit up so yeah i guess that's something that we should also might expect from from them irrespective of you know what their general style of play is as well yeah i'm not sure if you remember like uh, our games against them last season so uh, we had casemiro on on that team and then he was the one who actually mm. got the winner for us but uh, if you notice uh, real valladolid the midfielders they played really dirtily and then we were all calling out for fouls and then referee wasn't ge- having any of it so uh, oscar plano is a seasoned uh, la liga player who 
likes to yep. get us yeah. <laughs> likes to get his uh, legs uh, tangled up in the opponent's uh, midfield and then that was causing us a lot of problems uh, so hopefully like uh, with this younger midfield because we are going to be missing modric hope we can get the job done right <clears throat> anyway, so uh, sorry yeah. before sorry for interrupting actually you're talking about midfield you're saying we're going to be missing modric so i guess we're going to be missing chomeni as well or he's back Oh, no, no so many Kamavinga is also not back, even though he hasn't played that yeah. much. What the fuck? Kamavinga just went there to warm the seats, man. Why is he not back? And man. that's classic Farouk for us. His and his Kamavinga. <laughs> it's like just being evident in the pod. I miss that. I miss that. But I think uh, it's only because of the fact that he was in the final. Uh, no French player has been called for that reason, I think. I think Fedi will be one of them, and I believe Cruz, and I'm not sure about the third one, maybe. Sabayos. Um, Sabayos. I probably, I think most likely Sabayos. Yeah. Uh, other than, I mean, attack is pretty sorted, right? We have our Brazilians and Benzema, that's that's pretty chill. And uh, I think uh, defense is also sorted, I guess. We have Alaba, Rudiger. I, I hope these Brazilians are back with the right attitude, though, because I feel like, you know, them losing that World Cup team was, like, losing to Croatia, I yeah. feel like, was a really, really, I've... you know, demoralizing team for them. So, I don't know how they will bounce, especially for youngsters like Vini and Rodrigo as well, you know. I don't know how they will take that. Uh, so, did you guys I see any felt... of the uh, training clips? Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Vini and Milita were, like, having really good fun, but I didn't get to see any, <laughs> any of Rodrigo. That's the guy I'm most worried about because he did end up missing the penalty and yeah, let's see yeah, how. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was actually really surprised about that, but then that the penalties are 50-50s, you know, like Rodrigo was like, you know, the penalty guy, you know, even at Rio, like he was really, really good with penalties. So, you know, uh, but then that's it. Penalty is just always a 50-50. You never can tell about this. Yeah, like some people get six penalties in a World Cup. It's a 50-50. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just... <laughs> well, really, that's a very interesting start, though. Like, I mean, Messi scored seven goals and five of them were penalties, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I think five or six penalties. I'm not even sure at this point. I just... Every single... He missed one. He, he missed one against Ochoa, he... I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but... that's nice. No, sorry, against Chesney. Oh. Against Chesney. He missed one against Chesney. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. He had seven goals and five PKs, and wow, that's yeah. interesting. But then, I mean, you still have to convert the penalties, though. I mean, that's also something, though. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, it was Brazil's World Cup to lose, I guess, and they did exactly, yeah, and they lost it. Because you know, I was always saying to Sunit, like, I mean, this is a stacked team, you know, like I can't see them because it really, I felt like not getting to the semis for Brazil was purely criminal, in my opinion. It was a crime, but. It is what it is, honestly, like, kudos to Croatia, you know, and so that's the thing, like, it's just about football naivety, you know, like, you cannot concede a counter in the 119th minute of extra time. Yeah. I mean, that's just one unwritten rule of football, like, you cannot, I mean, you will take the man down, tear him in pieces, take your red card and forget about it. Well, you wouldn't, you know, concede that, but then it is what it is. Anyway, uh... Should we move to lineups for the team? Any uh, what's predictions of lineups? I think yeah. it's pretty sorted, though. We don't have much options. <laughs> yeah, uh, that makes a job easy. But uh, do you know if uh, Mendy is back already? Like, uh, I didn't see him much in training. 
Um, uh, is he in the squad list, or is the squad list even out yet? No, I don't think the squad list is. I think the squad list is going to be out tomorrow because like the game is on Friday, so usually it's one day before, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay, okay. Well, he should be there. Like, yes, in yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Like, it, it's it's been a long time though, so I think like Mendy should should be back. I hope at least. But honestly, like I'm more worried about the midfield than the defense because, like you know, we have David Alaba. You know, uh, you have Nacho. You know, well rested as well. You know, uh, Tony Rudiger was home early. You know, uh, similarly for uh, Militao as well, and Carvajal as well. So I mean, those even without Carvajal, Lucas Vasquez, I think should be able to do a job against Valladolid as well. But if there is I mean, anything we've seen, to be fair, we yeah. still have Hazard. If you all forgot, who? <laughs> Who? I don't know. Who is, uh, who is that? Who is that? Wow. God knows who that guy is. Is, 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 he, is yeah. he like a new signing or what? Like, I don't know. When did we yeah, they say, uh, yeah, they say he's pretty good though. He was good in Chelsea. Let's see. Give him three years, I guess. <laughs> yeah, let, let's reserve yeah. all the hazard talks for the New Year resolution part. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh so, like, I think up front should be Vinnie, Benzema, and Rodrigo. Uh, or maybe Valverde plays. I don't know. No, I don't think Valverde will play in right Asensio, maybe. Spain. I think Asensio, Asensio was really good for Spain, in my opinion. I felt he was really good for Spain. So, I guess, like, it could be Asensio ahead of Rodrigo as well. I mean, depending on uh, what, uh, what uh, you know, Carlo is looking at. But I think Asensio also has a good shout, in my opinion, to start the game. Maybe, maybe. maybe because, yeah. Right. Due to the form he is shown at uh, uh, at the World Cup, yeah. Well, I think yeah, it's Benz and Vini, you know, shooting, and then it has to be the third attacker, which is something as well. But I would yeah. focus, you know, as I said, like my most worries on the midfield, in my opinion. So I think that's where we should, you know, see a lot of tweaks and changes. Maybe I mean cross Valverde most likely, but then who's going to be the third one? That's it. Um... Do you think he'll maybe tweak the tweak the I'm sorry tweak the formation a little bit maybe no or it it's this, four three three or whatever. I mean this is Ancelotti we're talking about and it's a La Liga match uh, he's not going to experiment man. I guess you're right. So I think Danny Sabios is it yeah. seems legit. Maybe he's getting his game. Wait, uh, let's say Sabios doesn't start. Do we have any other options? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, you can. Sensio can play in midfield, but then would you play him in midfield instead of Sabayos? I mean, you can play a 4 2 3 1 with a diamond, you know, Asensio yeah. as a 10. And then you have yeah. a double pivot of Cross and Fede Valverde, although I, I'm interested to see how that will work out because Fede is just going to go into no mass land and, you know, he's going to be an empty space in the middle of the park. <laughs> it's going to be Cruz trying to stop every single thing coming at him. Man. Yeah, so there's going to be that. But I think the, the other option is to play like a youngster like Sergio Arribas. Like, that could be as well. Oh, yeah, Arribas could play. But again, he's a number 10. Then you might... Could he be... I don't know. He's yes. a number 10, right? If I'm not wrong. Yeah. Pretty much what he yeah. can play on the wings. Mm, could be. I, I I think most likely he'll be Sabayos. He, it's again... Uh, it's Ancelotti, you're right. It'll, he won't experiment much. Yeah, that's, that's just yeah. <clears throat> How do we see the difference? 
how do we see the defense panel before we see the defense like uh, one more sad news like mariano diaz is injured apparently oh shit oh, oh my god i'm huge. so sad i'm going to cry right now huge what are we going to do what you are know, we going to do without mariano i think i saw ronaldo cry after the match i think i'm more sad now like this is heartbreaking to me that mariano cannot play anyway uh, i mean let's let's just throw in the match man like no need to play man we're going to lose without mariano what are we going to do I mean, let's just don't don't, don't don't make the trip exactly don't make the trip man let's just stay at the you know for the waivers and just train more hopefully he comes <laughs> back soon Hopefully. By the way, is Cristiano uh, okay. is, is Cristiano still training in Madrid or he left? Uh, I'm not sure, but oh. I really don't think about that much. <laughs> it's not good for me. Uh, hmm. Speaking of which, um, Madrid has only won like last two games of the five that we have played. So, yeah, our, uh, our yeah, record but, uh, prior to the World Cup wasn't exactly. the best uh, we got we got a total of four points out of the possible time and then yeah all yeah, yeah 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 but then that was the thing right like we had so many people focus on the world cup and then there was apparently some news saying that uh, ancelotti was really disappointed in the players because they were all focused on the world cup and then he had to give a half time talk in between one of those uh, la liga matches uh, but all the players are like you know hopefully that uh, they shed all their world cup experiences and then get right back into it hopefully hopefully that's it yeah hopefully because you know we could actually see the drop in even players like fede valverde you know like there was a real drop there you know and yeah. as we uh did Far- you as Uh, we lost him like you want to say that yeah we lost so him how these players you know decide to bounce back from some uh some of this uh, uh i think it's good now this talk oh my voice was gonna what yeah yeah for, a, for like 10 minute. seconds but it's all yeah ah, oh sorry 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 yeah i was saying like also it depends on you know how this you know youngsters also bounce back from this disappointment you know some people you know take the disappointment and you use as a fuel to spur them on you know and some people you know they just you know uh wallowing self pity and what is and what is not so i think that's also very key so i you know i'm expecting players like vini and you know rodrigo you know uh, militao to come back you know which which people has on a mission you know someone like chamenia as well you know kamavinga to also you know come back with you know the fire in the belly like i've been missed out on the world cup you know just by bare margin so yeah <clears throat> i hope uh, this players and i also hope like you know karim benzema can also use the whole France fiasco as you know because that's the thing like it seems like he always has to prove himself to some people always over and over again so yeah I hope he can use the French fiasco as a motivation I obviously doesn't have to give it himself but I mean I don't know that's just how football works is this like people have very short memories you're right people do indeed have very short memories I agree with that all right uh, I guess uh, we got to the forward line and the uh, midfield you want to go no. for yep yeah defense right mm-hmm. i mean the question is like uh, does militao played a lot of minutes guys and then uh, he played as a right back so he probably was running yeah. more, more than he does at madrid uh, so might be time for nacho to you know step up and play one match what do you guys think So Nacho uh, what about the legend 
Vallejo is he not in the squad? Vallejo. Uh, well, that's yeah, no. That's a shout, so that's an honest shout, honestly. But I think uh, I lean towards Jacob more, more. So, uh, you know, like I think uh, it's 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 time for you know Nacho to start and given the fact that you know he's been there training, you know. Uh, for a couple of weeks while these guys were, you know, away at the World Cup on vacation before they came back. So I think, yeah, I think Boti and Alaba, you know, can actually uh, put in a shift. Because the thing is, like, there's a lot of games out there. So I think uh, I really buy the idea right now and it's the time to, you know, ease, uh, to ease back Militao in. Because, you know, as you know, Militao is a very, very, uh, how can I say, athletic person. So for sure, to Jacob points, he's exerted himself a lot. So... It's 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 he's your he's your break actually yeah right okay so Nacho we have and uh, Rudiger does he start I think he will right no I think depend I'm not sure but I think depending on the fitness of uh what's he called of Mendy which I believe he should be fit for the game so I think uh it's gonna be uh Nacho and Alaba in my opinion but if it's not then it's Nacho and Rudiger. Right, okay. So, Nacho or Alaba or Rudiger. And uh, on the the wings, as in, sorry, the left back and the right back? I mean, we only have one left back, but that's Mendy. If he's not available, but, like, we might see that failed experiment again, like Rudiger playing left back. Uh, mm. Or even Alaba. I mean, this is a kind of easier, kind of a La Liga game. But then, like I said, uh, Gonzalo Plato is a player to watch out for. Like, I don't think Alaba can keep up with his pace. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. Mendy is available and ready to go. Uh, however, for you know, for the right back for me, yeah, if Kawa is fit, probably a good game for him to you know get back and then get some fitness, get some minutes in. Otherwise, Vasquez has it covered. That's yeah, what I think. <clears throat> Actually, I was um, going to say that because, you know, yeah, yeah. because uh, the midfield looks like, you know, it's really light. So I think you don't want to take a lot of experiments in the defense, honestly. You know, uh, you don't want to start experimenting with Rudiga or, I don't know, at, as a left back. I think it's going to be, I don't know. I feel like because uh, Alaba has a history of playing there, whether like you like it or not, like he's going to be more suitable to that position than Tony Rudiga would be. So, you know, I'll see more of... Uh, Alaba there and Rudiger in the middle of the park with uh, Nacho, depending on, as I said earlier, Mendy's fitness and what is and what is not. And Lucas Vasquez will always do what he can, but that's the thing, like, we know he's not good enough, but he'll always give his best, so um, as long as he's at the club, I mean, I'm fine with him playing. Fair enough. He's a good uh, team player, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so... Uh, do we have goal predictions or? Uh, what you didn't ask us about the goalkeeping question? Like, is there a doubt? Uh, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think Koto is back, right? He's in the squad, and yeah, so I mean, the wall himself was pretty good, and that's gonna be. Although maybe if we can try Lunin though in this game, but I don't think he will though. It's coming back after a long break. He would want I mean, to go off. Yeah, you guys have to remember, like, uh, Copa del Rey is coming up. I'm pretty sure Lunin is going to start right. that. Yeah. 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 It's on uh, 
it's on first only right if i'm not no it's on third right sorry the copa game yeah in india at least uh-huh. it's on it's the third of jan jan at least in india i'm not sure about when it's so you guys but uh so uh do we move to goal predictions yeah oh yeah i think that's it like we we discussed uh the strengths of this team and also well, i mean that's the thing like honestly you know you never can tell because you know this we had the shocker at you know valacano you know we had the draw with girona as well you know so and then we had the whole leipzig fiasco as well so uh it's 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 really really important you know to get back on track without you know actually underrating uh any of these teams you know because the point is as i was saying earlier to you guys like i did not know like valacano was this high on the table honestly like because i haven't paid attention to them i actually was thinking because like they're going to be like battling relegation as usual or you can see like because i remember the last time they were up was in the 2020 i think 2020 20, yeah 2019 20 season if i'm not mistaken that was the last time they were up and then they went down for the uh 2021 and then they they came back for the 21 22 if i'm not mistaken something like this I'm not really exactly sure but I mean I was expecting them to be you know around the relegation zone but you can see they are as high as 12th in the league table so it means that they are doing something right you know so and especially again it's this is Ronaldo's team as also you know he will he will especially motivate his players you know to perform against his former team as also I think uh, this is a game to not take lightly so yeah like I mean, uh, we will they have yeah. like a, a lot of season la liga players so okay mesa sergio leon And, exactly. Uh, and with exactly. uh oh yeah, we forgot to talk about that up and coming right back. Uh, forgot his name. So he's 18 year old. He's a Spanish right back with really good technical skill. Iran Ivan Fer Fresen. Oh, Fresneda. Right. Fresneda. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, like Dortmund are looking into buying. Uh, so that's how good he is. Uh, so we can see him, and he's really attacking as well. So. the whoever plays left back like they have their job cut out for them today i mean it's going to be a really pacey winger and a really technical right back so we can expect a lot of balls coming in from that side right yeah yeah that, that's he's having a good season actually i'm just seeing that he's in the 90th percentile of all the full backs in the clearance made he actually has an average of 3.5 clearances every per 90 so that's that's pretty good for a for a full back uh yeah he'll be he'll be a good good uh, prospect to watch in this game as well if he starts to because he has only started like four games he's played six and he started in four so let's see let's see how it goes let's see how it goes so i guess we're going to the predictions then Yep, I guess. Okay, I can start. Sure. You can, do you have anything bold in mind? Yeah, I'm going for a 4-1 victory. All right, okay. <laughs> I was going to go for a 3-0, but I know it's difficult for us to keep a clean sheet, so I just said, okay, let's take one goal and we score one more to equate that. The three goal difference still remains, you know. I'm no mathematician, but 4-1 still equals three goals deficit as also, yeah, fine. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, for uh, me, I'll go next. So, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it it'll be like a one nil game for us. I don't know. Just have. I mean, feeling. after the high of the World Cup, man, let's not start with the low of a draw one nil victory, man. I know three points is three points eventually, but I mean, 
let's get something done. Let's let's get excited a bit, man. Hey, I, I, really? I'd be more than happy if it's four one, but I just I just feel like it's more of a one nil or a two one sort of game for us. That's that's my prediction, honestly. Um, for me, like uh, this midfield is gonna struggle without Modric for sure. Um, especially with you know have these guys, uh, sort of, uh, Valverde and Cruz not playing for so long. I feel like uh, they're gonna be they might be rusty. I mean, Cruz. Uh, so obviously, like he gives a nine out of ten every game, but Valverde, I don't know. I'm not so, so sure. So I feel like we might get overrun in midfield at least for the first half, maybe until their legs tire out. So this could be a tricky one. Uh, keeping that in mind, I would say I would still uh, expect us to win three-one because Karim Benzema should be like really fired up having that fiasco with the front squad. Vinicius uh, should be back and then you know really fired up as well, concentrated on club games. So yeah, the three one. All right. Uh, moving on to our next agenda on hand, the New Year's resolution, guys. Uh, New Year's around the corner, and uh, <laughs> what resolution are we are we planning on doing? Not our personal resolutions; they never get fulfilled. But for Real Madrid, maybe they will get fulfilled this year. Let's see. The Wait, top two, uh, Fabian Mbappe. Oh, okay, okay, yes, okay, okay, okay. We need, we need can... a we we need a real number seven. We need a real number seven, you know. And <laughs> we don't have a number oh, seven wow. right now. We have an empty jersey, so we need someone to put his name on that jersey. And honestly, you know, really, like I, I just feel like you know, like Mbappe is the closest you can get to Cristiano, honestly, because you know, Cristiano. Because even if you guys could recall, like in the in the WhatsApp group in the game against Morocco, I was saying to you guys, this is the game that is made for Ronaldo. You know, you're 1-0 down. You know, this is the game that made Ronaldo. Obviously, now he's much more older and he doesn't need to prove anything to anyone. Obviously, we all know that. But, I mean, these are the games that were made for Cristiano. Similarly, in the World Cup final, you're 2-0 down. In the space of one minute, it's 2-2. The only person that I know that I have seen, at least in my lifetime, who can do this is Cristiano. Really, this is the only person who could do this. And I really feel like Kylian Mbappe actually has that, you know, tendency with him. He's a player who can, for example, we saw the games even against Real Madrid as well, you know, with Paris. Like, the first thing, it was a wonder goal, we literally. In the second leg, you know, he had two goals, which was offside and one goal, which, and then obviously Paris did what Paris does. Well, I mean, Kylian Mbappe is a man for the big moments and we literally, like, we need players for the big moments. Because I feel like as, as good as Messi is or what, what like, it like thereof, he's a player for a whole season. But we need players for individual moments at Real Madrid. That's what we have because we make those moments are what make those players, you know. We don't come here and play constantly for 38 games, no. We just play constant. We play good in just 15 minutes of the game and it's done. That's it. Because I could even remember, like, you know, the 4-1 the four victory we had against uh, Bayern in, in the semi-final. If I, was it 4-1 or 4-0? Maybe I'm, I'm yeah, mistaken, but I think, I think we scored, like, two or three goals in the space of around 30 minutes, and that was it. I think if I might be wrong or something. But it was just, you know, that's what we do. Like, you know, it's weird people of moments, and Kylian Mbappe actually has shown that I am that guy, you know, really, really, really. So, for me, that's my New Year's resolution. I hope I hope Lorenzo Perez is somewhere watching and listening. Summer 2023, let me buy a new number seven jersey. Really. I am doing a real Madrid shirt. I will be happy if I can buy an Mbappe shirt. So this is my new mm. resolution. 
that might not come true after all but it's a good wish <laughs> to have i mean farooq also that doesn't mean hazard finally gets the door out um no i mean if hazard wants to stay let him stay we can give him number 77 if he wants i don't know it doesn't matter it's fine <laughs> i mean vasquez has 17 so we can give him 17 obviously i mean what vasquez is the lord man we cannot disrespect our lord like this what well, we have 77 so he can take 77 it's no problem fair enough fair enough okay uh should i go next uh sure i think i want to see another champions league and la liga i think that'll be my resolution i i hope to celebrate that and probably just beat barcelona again like a 4-0 victory against barcelona in the el clasico that'll be sweet too and uh, other than that yeah i think that'll cheer up my year after this whole debacle i think i need a champions league and a la liga from real madrid also oh, coming out of world cup do, uh, do you have any dreams uh, signings apart from mbappe uh let's see i was actually not just world cup i have actually seen him before also the young kid that liverpool signed capco he was pretty good i know he was united bound before this but i mean i would have liked to see and I'm, i'm not sure where he would have played with the sort of team we have but would have really yeah. like to see gapco in in madrid uh, other than that i mean there were some young young players but right now no one that got my eye as such honestly maybe the the young argentinian i'm forgetting and, his name enzo fernandez enzo fernandez yeah that he, he was pretty good though uh, he has a nice uh, flair when he was playing and i i like that but i'm I, i honestly don't know like right now just mbappe would be a dream come true for madrid but let's see man you guys have such like uh, unrealistic i'm not going to say unrealistic i'm just going to say like lofty ambitions <laughs> 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 that's 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 the point man let us dream man that's the whole point you know let's let's take a shade at smith right now if we were supporting arsenal then we can think of you know signing players like mudrik you know like that's where our target will be you know but i mean we're not supporting arsenal here man i mean we're supporting something also we have to dream big we win big and we dream big absolutely okay uh, i guess i'll go next uh, for me um i mean fuck laliga man uh, if barca wants to take if barca wants to take it let them take it i mean but the champions league i hope we have a really deep run again and then we have a few upsets especially if we face up against psg i want to like you know show the turtle once again who's a big club uh right that is one of my new resolutions but apart from that like guys how many years has it been since we've gone deep into the copa del rey or even won it It's been way too long. I just hope this is the I year, man. I swear, actually, you know, I actually even forget that he's a tournament known as that, man. Honestly, really. It's 2014 only, really. right? If I'm not wrong, that was the last time. Yeah, that was. 2014, the bail goal. Yeah. That's it, right? 20... It's... Yeah, 2014 was the last time we won. Like, I think Zidane never actually paid attention to that. Or like, I don't know, like he always got phoned out in that because like Zidane is like you know the absolute cop master, you know. So. <laughs> we actually really honestly like it's 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 i mean yeah you're right actually it's 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 i lead you as well but i don't think we're going to win it as all well this time around really 
I don't think, man. I think we're going to have just one of those shockers, you know, in one of the two games. And Because the truth is, like, um, right now, the games are just, you know, fast and peak, and they're all jam-packed, you know, into a very tight, you know, schedule and what is and what is mm. not. So I really don't see us placing a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of attention to that, in my opinion. Honestly. So I think, I think best case scenario, you know, you go to the round of 16 quarterfinals and it's, it's bye-bye. And I will be fine with that because, you know, that gives you lesser things to focus on and you can, you know, put your attention on, you know, what you need to do as well. So, yeah, that's fine. And as for signings, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to go for uh, Jude Bellingham. Uh, whatever price tag he comes with or whatnot, I'm not sure, but uh, there seems to be a lot of buzz around him for a long time now. And I believe he won't go for another forward. Uh, that's a sad reality. Um, however, like uh, one thing I want to see for the next year is, you know, some of our uh, current bench warmers, you know, uh, how to ship them out and some of our and to clean up our loaning system. So Brahim Diaz can come back. Rainier is also like on loan. Hopefully we can, you know, give those guys a set future. Would you guys want to bring Brahim Diaz back? Uh, yeah, actually he's been playing decent. I, uh, I wouldn't mind trying him in Madrid. I mean, he he won't end up being a first team player. Like, he'll be like a how should I put it? More a a team player, like like a Sensio or something like that. Maybe a better Sensio, also more consistent Sensio. But I'm not like he can come as a team player, but he should be very clear that. He won't get as many minutes, say, if he plays for a for a different club, like say Milan, for that matter. He stays there, grows there. Uh, I think personally, if, if he can come, but then again, yeah, like I think Suned mentioned uh, on the chat, uh, he doesn't see him cementing a place in our squad, and I actually agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, like the same goes for personally. Yeah. Same goes for Rainier also, guys. Like uh, he hasn't lit up yeah. uh, the show anywhere he has gone so far. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm also not sold on you know uh, Brahim Diaz as well. I think he's a player with a lot of flair, but I think I don't you know look I don't look you know very positively towards his end product. Obviously, Milan fans can tell better. Like Milan became cut and what is and what is not. Yeah, but I feel like you know. Real Madrid is most likely going to move in a different direction, and what that's what what you just rightly point out, you know, with the you know departure of uh, hopefully Hazard and maybe who knows Asensio. No, no, we don't know. So you know that also you know leaves spots in the squad that need feeling, you know. So you know you're just going to start looking at you know <clears throat> some of the young wingers out there in Europe as well, you know, like who are what currently going to be team players with the hope of you know building eventually to become you know first squad players as well. And let's not forget also like we have Henry coming in, not this summer but two summers later as well. So that's also, you know, something to put in mind as well. But I feel like uh, we getting a soft striker is really, really important, honestly. Like, because uh, when Benzema is out, as we've seen, you know, really, the team lacks uh, something, you know, lacks that focal point, honestly, which none of the players give us. And even away from that, like, we don't have a different option, even when the things are not working. Even with Benzema on the pitch, you know, you can have just that plan B of, you know, you can just throw in the big man or throw in a different kind of, you know, a different profile of a player someone who can come and contribute. But the question now becomes is who are you able to get, you know? I mean, you have to look for people in the twilights of their careers, you know, like how 
I don't know, I mean, the likes of Olivier Giroud, the likes of Edin Dzeko, you know, just to name a few, like this kind of players, those are the players you can look at. I mean, I personally, if Cristiano was less of an egomaniac and someone who can actually accept that he, you know, he can be a second, you know, fiddle, it would have been a very good option as well for Real Madrid, actually. But the thing is that, as we've seen uh, everywhere, and obviously he's right because, like, of the player of what he has done in his life and everything, he's entitled to have that opinion of himself. Like, he doesn't want to sit on the bench and what is and what is not, so that's fine, but... I mean, we need to find that person. So who would that person be? This is a question, honestly. Because you can't have a second striker like Mariano. I, that's 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 for sure not it, you understand? I mean, like 2017, Morata was really good. You know, like he wasn't starting. He was someone who came and, you know, had an impact or could change the games and something like this. So, yeah, so, we need to uh, find Did he have like, like uh, 25 goals uh, in that season? Yeah. Yeah, the man had 20 yeah. plus goals, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's what made Chelsea pay for him, man. Yeah, Chelsea did not know that it's all... It's, it's it's, it's 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 all. They I don't got, know, man. I, they got scammed, though. Then I think then they scammed us with Hazard. So no, that was a bigger scam. Oh, like uh, if yeah, you look at the true. comments, uh, Matthew. Yeah. Uh, Elamos. Uh, yeah, we need we need talk about Hendrik guys. So we missed Hendrik, Yeah. Uh, well, thoughts on our new sixteen-year-old. Uh, before we before we go any forward, I have to say that. Neymar really did a trick on uh, Florentino Perez. He's been signing every single Pantake coming out of that country ever since. Neymar, Neymar really played a played a trick on, on Florentino. So anyway, what are your thoughts on on, on Neymar? Um, uh, just before I give my thoughts on him, like uh, I'm not sure it's just a Neymar effect, you know, like. Uh... If you look at all of these uh, wonder kids that uh, Real have signed, uh, these Bra Brazilians, man, like uh, uh, they grow up in like harsh circumstances. Uh, they're really hardworking mm -hmm. people, and uh, you know they always uh, seem to be able to adjust to any sort of team. So I feel like signing Brazilians is like a safe bet more than any other uh, country that I see for now. Just looking from the past uh, couple of years or maybe even three years. So yeah, like Hendrik, mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's gonna be a good signing as well. Hopefully, uh, he has a better trajectory than uh, Renier, who can still, you know, have a really good career. I mean, you never know with these guys. And Hendrik uh, seems to have a good uh, fitness regimen going on. He his idol is Cristiano Ronaldo, so he takes care of his body really well. Uh, my only concern would be like, you know, uh, you can have all of this trickery, you can have strength, you can hold up the ball, but the the guy is really short, man. Like. You have to face it. Uh, so if you look at our forward line, it's going to be Vinny, Rodrigo, and uh, Hendrik. And these Hendrik. are all guys on the six feet. And it's going to be hard for us to score uh, when those uh, tight Champions League games come up. Mm, I see. I, that's that's a very valid point. Honestly, I, you know, as mm. I've said previously, like I haven't seen a lot of Hendrik, but actually I watched a lot of videos after he's been announced. I watched a lot of YouTube compilations. But one thing I know is that, you know, like... Uh, I remember, like, my friend used to tell me, like, I'll just quote him word for word. Like, he says, when you go to YouTube and type best of Shinji Kagawa, you think that Kagawa is better than <laughs> Messi, you know? Like, he's a United fan, you know, and, like, they always cheat on Kagawa then. And he was like, you see, you think Kagawa is better than Messi, you know, so you never can tell. And for me, always, you know, about the youngsters, like, similar to the reservations I had about Kamavinga and all that is because these are very young players, you know, like, they have to come and prove that they can handle this pressure, you know, because we've seen lots and lots of players, you know, come and they cannot deal with how the pressure, you know, uh, the pressure becomes too much and eventually, you know, uh, they are not able to make it, especially when we talk about, you know, South American players because South American players are usually hit or miss, hit or miss because, you know, especially for us at Real Madrid, you know, it's either we have players who are going to become legends or, you know, 
we have players who are just, you know, going to be nothing to write about, you know. So that's why I want to say I'm just a bit worried about what kind of mentality he has and what is and what is not. But from what we have read and what we have been told so far, it seems like, you know, Hendrik actually is a very level-headed person and he has the right people surrounding him as well, which I think it's the most important thing, honestly, like if you have the right people around you. Because, for example, even we can see Dembele, for example. Dembele used to hang out around with crazy friends. All of a sudden, the man got married and now he's chained La Liga apart. So that's the thing, like really, the people you surround yourself with is also very, very important, honestly. So yeah, uh, I really, I'm really, you know, fingers crossed, like really, like from what I have seen from the compilations, he looks like, you know, a very, very crazy player. But I mean, I hope, you know, because for example, we've seen Alvarez at Man City and like, he's been really, really good, man. Really, honestly, like even at the World Cup, he was really good. So I hope Hendrik uh, really, really, you know, even I think if he matches 50% of what, how they hype him, I think we we are really good. Just fifty percent of what they hype him on, I think we are more than you know, set for the next ten fifteen years. Well, yeah, I mean, but my calculation is not what you calculated actually. My calculation is Mbappe, Vini, and Hendrik, with Rodrigo as a super sub. So, well then you do the maths. Well, I have also seen a couple of videos on Hendrik ever since we signed him. I, 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 I did uh, really hype Vinny when he came, and well, it took him some time to get yeah. into his stride of sorts. And so I've learned my lesson from there. I think this time, uh, I think he'll join us after two years, if I'm not wrong. Yep. And once that is done, I think uh, you know we should give him some we should actually keep some patience with him i think what really helped vinny grow was that he played those a lot of those matches during the covid times when fans weren't allowed in the stadium so a lot of the fuck, fuck ups that he did were well actually you know real we all know right the feedback is very immediate if you are not playing to a certain level and uh, thank god vinny did not have to go through that a lot but uh, I I hope that Hendrik, we are more patient with him, and well, I I honestly hope that he and I feel like he has a higher ceiling than uh, well a lot of the other Brazilians we have on squad, but I I really don't want to like jinx it of any sorts. I really want him to be what how should I put it what Ronaldinho was to Barcelona or something like that. Maybe not that, but you get the idea. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Let's hopefully let's let's hope for the best and see it turn out to be good. Okay. Um right. do we have anything else? Um no, like I guess that's it from the comment section as well. It's been a good part. Are you looking up new players for the matter to sign up? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually lo- I'm actually looking how uh, cheap ways to kidnap Mbappe right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right, Sunil. Ronaldinho was a proven proven commodity before uh, Barca, but still, I mean, the, the things that he did at Barca was just yeah. So are we? Uh, do do we have anything on the chat? Anyone saying anything? Uh, no man. Uh, no, I think we are all covered. Ah, okay then. That's 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 great then. Huh?
I guess if that's it, then we can call it a day and call it a wrap. Yeah. All right then. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, it was good to be back, I guess, for all of us. And uh, we'll see you all soon again. And hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid.